Ladies and gentlemen, please rise and remove your hats for your 2022 AFC South champions, the Jacksonville Jaguars. That's too loud. <laughs> that was so close to the microphone. It's, it's too loud. You're too old. <laughs> what? Wow. That was an amazing. <laughs> Sorry, my phone amazing. had a low battery message. Amazing start to the podcast. Amazing start to the game. So, yeah. Followed it too. Dude. Crazy thing. I bought a ticket to a Paul Wayne concert, and it turns out there was a Jags game afterwards. That shit was crazy. That was uh, – I didn't know that that guy was going to be performing. I mean, I don't know if they ever announced he's going to do the national anthem, but I was like, oh, my God, yes. As I didn't realize I was about to watch this random dude's video 20 times over the past two days, but I have. He was shredding. What's his name? Paul Wayne. I got the whole story about him. Paul Wayne, two first names. I didn't even make it in time for the national anthem. Oh, oh man. You it was it, great. Did, did, you, did you catch up on the who he was? Do you know what <laughs> I'm talking about? Not a clue. Oh, my gosh. Where the fuck were you? Why weren't you in your seats by then? I was I'm following convinced. the other 70,000. So, uh, basically... I Shimmer was actually at the game. He said yeah, I was at the game. He I ghosted us the entire time. No, you went into some secret uh, ID, like, uh, wristband <laughs> VIP section. We're very important people, it. Shimmer. You I Also, I wasn't trying to stand for the entire game. Dude, no, oh. that's... I'm telling you, seats are restrictive. When you're celebrating, you have a one-by-one-foot box to celebrate. I have not sat in a seat in probably over a decade. I go to the south end zone. I go above the bud zone, and I am on my rail. Do you want to see me at a game? That's where I am. The rail is the spot, dude. You have infinite amount of room to go crazy on. End of the game, Josh Allen touchdown. We'll touch on it more later. In your seat, you have a tiny little spot to jump up and down maybe. I was like running and jumping, doing like, dirty dancing routines with dudes I didn't even know, but we have the space to do that. So I'm there just saying, was, man. Uh, there were some, there was some more space in the, in the higher up seats that, because, well, oh, Forrest you know. didn't take them. So we had yeah. extra room. But, but to rewind, 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 to set the night, Saturday night, prime time, the day was going by so slow. But yeah, Paul Wayne, he did the intro, the Star Spangled Banner. Uh, the rule is now Star Spangled Banners can only be played on guitar because Jimi Hendrix, Paul Wayne, that's the list. Basically, it was just a Leonard Skinner Middleburg skullet dude with shades on and like, you know, tight jeans shredding the anthem. And it was marvelous. That shit was so legit. It was the most jacksonville florida thing like we finally get a primetime game for the first time in years at home and the whole nation got to see what tuval county is about it was great the best part is like it was nighttime he was wearing sunglasses but the sunglasses were definitely like the uh like the circle k gas station sunglasses they're just like black and plastic and like not very wide 
you know exactly what I'm talking about if you've seen him there. But uh, just that trashy goatee. Yeah, yeah, he had that going on. Uh, he was also wearing an Alumakin jersey, like of all the Jags jerseys. Like, I mean, but yeah, if he's a defensive guy, he's yeah, not a bad a good defensive. How did they get? How did they come upon Mr. Wayne? Sean? So apparently, he has some kind of <laughs> musical charity where he like helps get uh, instruments donated to kids and. Somebody within the uh, the Jags organization had, uh, you know, was part of the charity and got a, a musical instrument. I don't know exactly the details, but they were like, oh, this guy's awesome. And somehow that led to him getting to do it, which I am not mad about. It was just one of those things that you would never think about it. And then when that shit was happening, you're like, this is going to be a great night. Like, it's only going to be like, this secures the win already. This crazy ass weird dude out there. He could have been booked to do that before, like, any game. But the fact that um, – I don't know if they chose to put him on that one. That's national product. We I'm get sure to pick one guy to represent the, the city. Because, you know, like, national anthems, like, primetime games always get, you know, uh, put on TV. So, I feel like that was not the do a really good twice. job. And he, he was feeling himself halfway through it. He started doing some uh, Eddie Van Halen, like, finger shredding. Yeah. Like, all right. He had the American flag, like decal, you know, like, the, like completely covering his guitar. It was great. So I it good. once that happened, you knew it was going to be crazy. Uh, we're going to talk some some happy vibes here on God Hates Jags tonight because it's all love here in Duval County. 70,000 strong at the bank. That was like, I don't know, maybe like the 99 season in the playoffs were crazier but I was 10, so I don't just, like, remember that. But holy shit, it was insanity. Like, I, uh, yeah, I've never left a game so stoked. Uh, barely a Titans fan in the, the crowd. Yeah. yeah, really. I was booing a couple that we walked past before the game, but I only got the chance to do it three or four times. There really weren't that many. No, I would say everywhere. 95% plus. Yeah. Like, plus. even, like halftime you know you everyone goes gets their new beers and everything like bare, i mean people left obviously but not a lot like people were just there they were there early they were there through halftime like you know it feels it was the titans and we'll break it down some but like i wish it was a blowout i wish it was just like party central the whole time instead 99 percent of the game was stressful but it almost felt like that was just it had to be that way to like finally get past the Titans to go in the playoffs. Like that was the kind of shit that had to happen, but like, and I'm not complaining at all. We won. Like that's all that matters. The stadium was as crazy as it ever was. And we were trailing for 99% of the time. If we had any lead in the first half, I feel like the stadium would have crumbled because it was just (laughs) chaos in there. Did it make it sweeter, though, to pull it off at the end? Oh, yeah. Like, I am not complaining, but it just feels like, you know, any other normal game, if you're kind of, like, trailing the whole game, at some point, the crowd kind of, you know, dies down a little bit. But it was like, no, every single play, it was full force. After the game, so I went and watched the D-line break it down for a little bit after the game, which was cool. Uh, But some random drunk guy came up to me, uh, and for whatever reason, he picked me. Uh, to tell this stat to, which was, this is apparently the loudest game ever in the history of our stadium, which I don't know 
how he fact checked any of it, but did he I work for the Jags? I honestly have no idea why <laughs> he came to me or told me this, but he saw me, picked me out, told me it's the loudest game in history, and I was like, "That's awesome." You know so why I'm he like, told you? Because you're the was... king of unanswered questions, dude. <laughs> you gotta look this shit up now. Decimals, recordings. I, will, I was see the other thing is watching all the players talk about the crowd, like Evan Ingram's interview, where he's like. He said basically that it gave him chills all night how loud the crowd was. And even Trevor Lawrence, who's played in national championship games, saying he's never seen anything like it, kind of shows you the fan base. And what happens when you actually put like a good product on the field, what could happen that like the town will will rally around the team. It's just like there's a reason our podcast is named what it is. We were yeah. good for one month and 70,000 people come out. Like, imagine if we have any kind of sustained success. It's, I mean, you know, I think it also helped the games at 8 o'clock. Like, people were out there. Yeah, oh, Saturday. All afternoon. Saturday, I told you. Yeah, it Saturday. was the perfect storm. Saturday night, Titans, like, the Jags did a great job marketing it. That Leon Searcy video of him, the I hate the Titans. Like, it was, you know the Chargers game's not going to like I'm beyond hype for a playoff game, but there's no way. And it's also Saturday night, but there's still just no way it's going to match that intensity of the Titans. Cause there's just such that, you know, 20 years of hatred mm-hmm. and all of that shit build up. It was the perfect storm, the teal out everything. Like the Jags did every, the halftime show was lackluster. It was kind of a bad fireworks show. And they didn't even turn the lights off. But besides that, they crushed it. It was amazing. They did a really good job with the high I think uh, at, at least I kind of was more – I mean, I'm obviously looking forward to the playoff game on Saturday because we haven't been there in a while. Uh, but I was more looking forward to the game. I didn't expect that it would be a blowout. I still thought we would win. But Sean and I were talking about it after the game, like, we were the better team. So I was like, we're going to win this game. And even throughout the game, when it was looking iffy, I was like, we got this, we got this, we got this. That kind of built up my anticipation for it. That's like, I'm expecting a win. Uh, Purely based off that I know that we're better. Uh, You always want them to win, but I clearly was like, I've never been like, we're going to fucking win this game. Maybe last week against the Texans, but still. The stakes were the time. You feel that way about this week? 100%. I mean, we'll no, get to it, but I don't feel that way. I felt Spoiler, way more no, confident about the Titans for some Well, right. I was playing Joshua Dobbs. Yeah. That, you can't that, I think refuse that to lose after. to Josh Dobbs. Yeah, I'm sure a lot and of people. He played much better than I was expecting. Yeah, he I mean, really? minus the two big I, pressures we put on him, like, you know, to make a couple big mistakes, like, which are huge mistakes that help change the game, especially obviously the touchdown, but. Besides that, like when he wasn't being super pressured, he was making, I mean, they weren't, you know, it was mostly like him yeah. just checking it down to his tight ends that were running out, but, but like a couple great scrambles on third and fourth down, you know, but like Derrick Henry drive yeah. alive. We kept him like that was 30 plus or he had 30 carries for 109 yards, I think. So a six or a 3.6 average, like that's as good as you can humanly do with Derrick Henry when he has 30 carries in a game, like, the fourth quarter, you know, you kept thinking at some point he's just going to, like, wear you down. But Corey Peters, 
he was like the unsung hero. Him and Trayvon Walker were dominating. I didn't know Corey Peters was on our team until that game. Derrick Henry knows Corey Peters is on our team. I'll tell you that much. He was probably the Titans. The Titans controlled the game. Uh, I I don't remember what the time of possession was, but they really were destroyed us. Like two to one, making it as sloppy as possible, and we kept made it extra sloppy for you. Because that's what uh, they do. 90% of their games are the most boring to watch games, but they just well, wear they you win. down until you just like give up. You're like, fucking fine. Run yeah. for 80 yards on us. Shit. Like, we're tired of this. They're so boring to watch, working. but yeah, it, it works. And Sean is the emotional wreck to watch a game with, man. Like, I kept telling him, like, we got it, dude. We, and he was like, why the fuck would they fucking it's, do this? Oh my God. It's just. Why would you do- when you got 70,000 people in a game together, like it's just so it's emotional, man. It's hard not to like I I'm also superstitious as hell. Like we we fat we realized the sweet spot was Patrick, some you know, random thing that they were giving away at some you know booth at the game, some cheap plastic sunglasses. And we realized putting them on helped the defense, but hurt the offense. So Every other every possession for defense, you had to put them on, the, and then you had to take thing. them off. Oh, They're there you go. Patrick's walking up with sunglasses at section four hundred three. <laughs> <laughs> there are no sunglass stands. But these are uh, yeah. Who? Jaguars. What company? Let me see if I can find they're the blue. camera. Jaguars Triple A. Oh. Perfect, and they're blue, of course, not teal, because that would make too much sense. But uh, those were the It'll defensive. Good luck charm. So, Patrick, make sure you have those for the Chargers game. It's going to be very oh, important. I, I got them. I'll wear them to your house. Yeah, so get, we, take them off for offense. But We got there a little uh, early, and I uh, participated in the festivities to the point where, like, around halftime, I was like, turn to my brother, go, I don't feel so good. You know? <laughs> and the lady ahead of me who's sitting ahead of me, like, looks back, like, I'm going to vomit on her. And I'm like, no, no, you're fine. I'm not going to throw up. And and then, like I said it again later, and by halftime she had she had completely disappeared. She was not. Gonna <laughs> she didn't trust you. <laughs> and uh, so I responded by just taking her seat because it had all the room, uh, and I followed um, I followed Sean, and I got some of the best eight dollar ice cream I've ever had in my Dude, life, Mister Softy. Mister Softy's damn good. There was damn obviously was oh, like, yeah. It's a cold night, so. There was like a lot of people in line for boiled peanuts and all that, but there was no one in line for ice cream. So mm-hmm. I tried, you know, I Same tried to crack just like to... a mild joke to the dude. I was like, you know, hard night tonight, big lines. And he just, it was some stoner 17 year old kid who just stared at me and I was like, I'm sorry, man. Just, just make my milkshake. Yeah. I'm trying to make a joke man. about ice cream in the cold, but he wasn't having it. But yeah, that's I, some good uh... luck shit. You need ice cream. I was able to literally be the last person allowed in line at the end of the third quarter to get a fourth quarter beer. So that was pretty exciting. See, dude. Shit like that. There's those small things that happen on your side that just gives you the, uh, the positive vibes yeah. that, that you gave know motivation to pull things it out are going to happen. Because breaking down the game a little quarter by quarter, again, we trailed until the last three minutes of the game. First quarter, like – it's hard because in hindsight, Trevor didn't have that bad of a game. He just kind of had like more of a normal game. But they again, just, the whole offense seemed like yeah. not in rhythm the entire game. Titans are the number one defense against the run. Like week, week uh, whatever it was, 11 when we beat them. 
ETN did absolutely nothing. Saturday night, ETN did absolutely nothing. None of the running backs did. So again, like Trevor had to put it completely on his back. And we had a couple, like, you know, the game starts with like Zay Jones, I think had a drop and then he like slid and didn't get the first down because he's kind of tripped or whatever it was. And then we had that trick play where it just, you know, was doomed from the beginning. So we had like a handful of things that were kind of killing the offensive vibe to begin with. But Trevor was still... play, the, when 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 the play you're talking about with the fumble, was that intended to be for Jamal Agnew or was that was Christian Kirk also running behind? I'm pretty sure I haven't. I mean, you know, like I'm a horrible watching stuff live, trying to like really remember Same. things, you know, and I haven't watched it yet tomorrow or you know what by one time we're all breaking down listening to this it'll probably be out by now the sounds of the game you know but i really watched it on you know on tv yet but i'm pretty sure it was for it was for jamal i'm pretty sure i was a uh, i was assuring some old woman i wasn't going to throw up on her during that play so i didn't <laughs> really but whoever it was for it obviously didn't work out that well jamal definitely like you know made up for it because he had a huge night and you know kick returns but you know like off offense like those first two drives like are such making and break it for like how the vibe's going to be for the whole rest of the night and those first two just like were not great so i feel like kind of put them in a funk for the whole rest of the night but i mean trevor still some throws too though yeah he missed zay jones running open like there's kind of debate of i did see the field view of like the camera behind trevor and like how much it looked just clogged up in the middle. And then he like let the ball go. And then Zay kind of starts breaking open and kind of like his MO since the Denver game was like, rather be just a little bit cautious in the end, in the red zone, instead of, you know, making that huge game altering mistake. So I'm not saying it was perfect, but he still had no turnovers. He had like 220 yards, had a touchdown, like in that kind of game, with the Titans where it's just going to be like tough sledding the whole night. Like he kept us in it constantly next week. It's going to be probably more of a shootout. Like they better come ready, but for this game, biggest stage of his life so far, like thank God we're playing Brandon Stanley. Cause that guy's yeah. dumb. He's, he's good for multiple mistakes again. What? All right. So like his, his, the idea for him was we got to keep this momentum up. We're on this win streak and I'm going to play my starters the last week, even though we already clinched and it makes no difference. And then he loses and gets guys hurt. Thank God for him. It's... So, I mean, we couldn't have picked a, a dumber coach to play. I say that now hoping that uh, it doesn't backfire, but seriously. Those I'll take me some chargers. Uh, I'm not afraid. It was of Mike them. Williams that got hurt, and yeah. uh, Joey Bosa, right? Yeah, yeah apparently those are important players. Bosa is fine, <laughs> and they're saying Mike Williams should be fine. He has like back spasms, so it's like kind of you know a couple days it goes away thing. But still, I'll take any guy not at 100. If his you know his back might be acting up a little bit on Sunday, you know it's yeah, lingering in his mind because it would be on paper great. they have Although two great got that good shit in the nfl they'll just they'll just hit him with a shot <laughs> oh, yeah. and he won't feel that but he'll start feeling it third fourth quarter i bet unless they can numb it again so it's still you know they have two great wide receivers but on the outside we have two great cornerbacks now campbell and williams since williams has moved to the outside like they have been shut down i think they gave up like 30 total yards against the titans and again, I understand the past couple of weeks, the offenses haven't been 
you know, all-star level competition, but their confidence has to be at least be on an all-time high. They're a five-game win. I'm more worried about our defense against the Chargers than our offense. Uh, yeah. I know the defense has been playing great the last couple of weeks, but Chargers are going to put up some points on us. And the last team to do that was the Cowboys, and it took, you know, the pick six in overtime to win that game. Uh, it's not going to be nearly as easy as the last couple of weeks. At the very least, it should, like, so we're going from the Titans with the number one run D to the Chargers, who have the 27th best run D. So there should be some more wiggle room for ETN, which Hopefully. is going to help out, you know, Trevor and the wide receivers. Do we know if he's hurt? Who? No, he, Doug Peterson said he's fine. He said literally it was just kind of, you know, the vibe was their run D is just truly great. That's in the NFL. So it just kind of was like ETN wasn't working. Let's just, you know, try anything. Like, let's see if something else gets a little bit hot instead of just trying the same thing over and over. So sounds like he's, you know, Doug said he's fine. So I'll take that. And I did see some of the highlights from the Chargers Broncos game. And I don't know if it's just Hackett being gone. He was truly that bad of a coach, but Broncos were, they were thrown all over the Chargers. So I'm, I'm okay seeing that. I'm down to see Zay Jones and Christian Kirk and them have well, a lot more wiggle room. Trevor had, didn't he have three touchdowns when we played the Chargers earlier? Uh, yeah, I think that was one of his three touchdown sure games. He did. Yeah, because yeah. I think each so, one got, each of the wide receivers got one. That's what it was. Like Marvin, right, Zay, and right. Christian all had one. I mean, if we can do that again, I'd be pretty confident. <laughs> that sounds but good. It's, it's, <laughs> dude, uh, what? I, I've, okay, Austin Eckler. I don't know why I was having a brain fart. He's really scary. He had 100 and, catches as a running back. I know. 17. <sighs> like, that's insanity. So, top five in the NFL. <laughs> Alulikin, go. That's your job. Go take care of him. Well, he has the most tackles in the NFL. So, or, hopefully, it equals out. Because I, you I have know, a theory I'm a big on fan that, of on what's your theory. Now. All right, throw me a theory. <laughs> it's not a good one. My theory is that. Oh, well, then I don't want to hear this. <laughs> I'm only positive. He's not honest. that good in coverage. He's always a half a second away, which is why he always gets the tackle because he allows the reception. It's like the chicken or the egg. Yeah. yeah. Well, at the theory. very least, at least he's bending, not breaking, if you want to go that philosophy. He's still easily a top three player on the defense. Yeah. No, I really like him. I uh, think Gamble's the best player on our defense. You know, he also has two rookies that have been interchanging next to him the whole year. So I'm sure that makes his job Chad a little a harder. Goddamn tackling machine, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> Just like a Lewican. Somebody had I, I don't know who said it, but it was it was a good point on it was on 1010 that it's funny how uh on the field Muma is so much faster to the ball than Devin Lloyd. And he's so much slower than Devin Lloyd. <laughs> yeah. But also feels like I Devin Lloyd has gotten all of the like big plays, like turnovers and stuff. And Muma's just like that solid, like, you know, play to play kind of a guy. So like combined, they're amazing. <laughs> they each have something they've like excelled at this year. It feels like it was a, it's I, uh, been a bulky I recorded the game so I could, what was it? Bulky masterclass. Yeah. Get two players that are combined them. <laughs> On the Devin Lloyd thing, I, I recorded it so I could watch it uh, again, and I started watching, like, the first quarter yesterday. Ooh, where's and my invite? I did. I mean, I, I'll <laughs> send it to you, I guess. Anyway, uh, 
Devin Lloyd did look he, – he still looks confused on some plays. Like, he's afraid to do something like he was. Beginning of the year, he was having picks, uh, tackles, force fumbles. Yeah. Something. Like, I don't know what happened. He's in the like, doghouse, I think. <laughs> I think so. I think he's, he's got his confidence think, like, back. He's a little well, – uh, has a confusing defense for some of these people. Sometimes I don't maybe. know. We don't know enough to actually it's, <laughs> no, understand I, what's happening. We just can tell you what we see. Like he definitely deserves to come back. Like I'm not a big unless you're just you know absolutely atrocious. Like no, he's gonna be on the team. Well, I'm saying you know yeah. during I'm saying when you're in like a five game. He's I'm not saying now, but team. back when there was like a five game losing streak and stuff, you know, like people start calling for heads and everything, like. You know, unless you're atrocious, like you get a second year as a coordinator, like you know, let your players get really comfortable I in think, your defense. Oh, Caldwell is not going anywhere. The defense has played great the last five weeks. Oh well, yeah, I'm, I'm saying you know, I'm saying like you know, week to week is such a you know five game losing streak calling for his head. Yeah. Now you're like, oh shit, he's been you know, it still is weird. Like, why did it take you so long to figure out Williams Literally, on the outside? A year ago, we were dressing as clowns, and this <laughs> year we're kings. So. <laughs> Clowns to crowns. Oh, that's sweet. We should. Oh, that's not. No, that's not me. I didn't come. You think I came up with that? Oh damn it! (laughs) I gave you too much credit. That's. It's been two days since the game. Every joke has been made. Every pun has happened. (laughs) It is crazy that we had a five-game losing streak and a five-game win streak. That's a good unanswered question that I'll never find the answer to. One. What team has had? Wait, I think. The Dolphins had that also this year. I want to say all Florida teams made the possibly. playoffs. Yeah, no, some a little bit. Dolphins, some are coming Dolphins in stronger Dolphins. than the other. Uh, the Dolphins are are limping in. Yeah, they yeah. have Skylar Thompson about to start for them, and the Bucks are also just dragging their carcasses in. I would rather play the Ravens uh, with a questionable. Lamar Jackson than play uh, the Chargers. I oh, wish that would have been in our favor. Yeah. I'm a fan of, you know, <laughs> there's the rah-rah, like, you know, you got to beat the best to be the best. I'm also okay with just playing the guy that has a backup coming in. I, I have no shame in that. If you I'd wanna, love to you know, get to the Super Bowl and play a backup quarterback. Exactly. <laughs> I will take Tyler Hundley or a banged-up Lamar with no wide receivers. Like, I'll take that. So I'm not that kind of guy. But the uh, playoff scenario is just Justin Herbert, then Patrick Mahomes, and then probably either Burrow or Josh Allen. Those are just the three we'd have to get through. I mean, yeah, AFC is strong with quarterbacks. It like puts the NFC to shame. We're almost, I mean, there's, I had a question that you might, I don't know if y'all know the answer. So if the other two, like two and three seeds, the Bills, and I guess, whatever uh is it the Bengals? if they lose do we not play the chiefs because we get a home game because yeah the if the team. ravens and the uh dolphins both win this weekend along with us obviously we would host a divisional playoff game and we would avoid the chiefs hopefully until the afc championship yes we would avoid the chiefs because the dolphins as a seven seed would go to the chiefs so that's easy and, enough. Let's just make that happen. Right. Yeah. Easy peasy. <laughs> I, I have a lot of confidence in Skylar Thompson. I think that's his name. I'm not even it's sure. It's the coming out party. I, I'm not sure if the Dolphins are going to pull that off or Tyler Hundley. Huntley? Hundley? I don't know what, but 
Hun- hey, it's nice to dream. It was Brett. Yeah, dude. Hunley. If Tyler Hunley Huntley plays instead of Lamar Jackson, we have the best game this weekend. I mean, in Bengals, the AFC. Well, you say Cowboys Bucks is better. Um, it's Cowboys Bucks is a disgrace to football. That's what uh, I'm saying. Those are two horrible teams. Dak Prescott is playing terrible. We have our best goat. Like it's huge for ratings. I know. I, I understand it's on Monday night because of ratings, but as a football game, those are two bad teams. Don't count out the goat, Sean. <laughs> I'm just saying, Lawrence and Herbert is the best matchup. Like it feeds off your doubt. It was so. It seems like it was. I think confirmed that we were going to be the Saturday 4:30 slot until the Packers lost, and. <laughs> Because, you know, Packers would have got a night game, but Seahawks, they're like, eh. So, basically, we get the night game because of uh, Aaron Rodgers. Actually, because of you have to be our boy DJ Chark winning the game. Packers, literally. Like, what did the Lions have to play for other than beating the Packers? To be fair, Lions fans have gone through a lot more misery than even we have on a longer scale of time. I would say keeping the Packers out of the playoffs is like that was, just a hair behind them going to the playoffs. That was us last year. It was just exactly Colts yeah. out for five. But so that's like Frank, another yeah. 50 years of history though. <laughs> so yeah. like, I'm sure they were obviously one, that was a whole stupid shit about why we should have been Sunday night football because at the very last minute, the Rams or uh, I mean, Seattle wins. So now the Lions point game is pointless, which makes Sunday night football way less intriguing. But whatever, who cares? You I know, saw a, still fun to watch Aaron Rodgers. Out of kind of out of left field, but I saw a, I was looking at a mock draft just to see what our like where we're at. And I think we're at 21st, but what the Texans obviously Lovey Smith sticking it to ownership and guaranteeing them not the first overall, but they have the second overall pick and the Colts have the fourth. And they had them both taking the first two quarterbacks off the board. Uh, but, like, I, I mean, one of those dudes is going to suck. Guaranteed. Yeah. Plus, I think <laughs> someone's going to trade up. Bears are going to trade back. Someone's going to trade up to one. Oh, for Bryce yeah. Young? Yeah. Dude, I, I know we don't give a shit about the Texans, and I'm glad that they're just in disarray. But they're – I can't believe they fired Lovey Smith. I can. They're a horribly run organization who's just that's like using people. I, I guess that's what it is. I just can't believe how horrible they run their team. They fired two coaches two years in a row and their team fucking sucks. What do they expect them to do? This is the team whose owner a couple of years ago said we can't have the inmates running the prison. They deserve that kind of shit. They don't give yeah, a fuck about they, like, their players or coaches. Like, aided they hired some Deshaun Watson to be a piece of shit. Yeah, they hire some like Joel Olstein dude has nothing to do with football as their like prayer coach advisor. Like, how are they gonna hire the anyone to be their coach? I would, this? I would rather get a high school coaching job than work for the Texans, except for the yeah, such a but laughing like, stock no. of a professional football like, franchise. They oh, before they wear clown noses <laughs> to their games. Before the other week, they had beat us nine times straight which you feel like would be like a big, you know, I fucking hate the Texans. We got to get revenge on them. I still, I don't give a fuck about them. Like even if they sweeped, you know, swept us like five years in a row. Like I just, 
I don't care about them. I don't still think I don't see yeah. them as a threat. You They're don't just like a matter joke. to me. Even when like Bill O'Brien <laughs> won the division three or four times, it just still felt like they were just shit. Like Bill we were just more shit. You know, the rest Bill of the AC South was worse, but you were still shit Texans. Bill o- they didn't know how good they had it with Bill O'Butchen. But I know, right? Remember when we almost interviewed him or whatever that was? But at the end of the day, <laughs> the Texans fucked Lovey Smith with the biggest middle finger to win that game. Yeah. To get them the second pick for getting fired, Chef's kiss, beautiful. Yeah, good for him. But back to our big victory. I want to know what was y'all's favorite part of the game? What did it to you the most? Minus like the actual win, obviously. Yeah, I mean, obviously the the Josh Allen scoop and score. It was one of those where when we had them pinned down inside the twenty like something good happened every time. So I was trying to pay attention and I think I was, you know, just kind of like shifting or something. I wasn't 100% focused, but I just saw Rayshon coming around the edge and the ball pop out right towards him. And then that three seconds felt like it lasted like five minutes. I was just, I jumped up on the rail. I was screaming. I was looking around at everyone else (laughs) screaming. It was awesome. It felt that was, like it you saw the Arden Key, right? I don't know. Did you see? So before Rayshon even got to Dobbs, he was still, you know, he was like a missile running at him. But before he even got to him, Arden oh, yeah. Key, who was on in on that play, he wasn't on the sidelines. He was in on the play. He was jumping up and celebrating. I love yeah. that. Hadn't even happened yet. And he knew. He was like, oh, it's over. Yeah. Rayshon Jenkins single-handedly lost one of two games. Insanity this year. I don't remember uh, uh, the stadium erupting like that ever watching yeah. the game though in that, that rest some of the best acting he came out there and he was like after reviewing the play and he paused and everyone was waiting for him to say like it's going to be overturned and everyone was going to boo him and he's like it has been confirmed dude give that man an oscar i was like on pins and needles to- i was like i couldn't look in that moment i had to just like turn my back to the field <laughs> it was but what Patrick said about one of the times that they were pinned inside the 10, dare I say Logan Cook MVP, every one of his yeah, punts was inside the 20. I mean, like, if MVP is most valuable punter, then yes, <laughs> he did a very good job. <laughs> he definitely helped our defense. Like, you know, the two of them in a night that the offense couldn't do a whole whole bunch, the two of them worked together really well oh, to, yeah, 100%. to keep it. Keep everything nice and you know we were trailing basically the whole game but it was never out of reach they constantly kept us in that in that zone yeah i uh like we were kind of talking about it i wanted the game to be close just for the elation of you know kind of i didn't expect it to end that way but it did i anticipated it being more exciting being close but that really like take away the scoop and score it was a sloppy sloppy game but we still won so whatever those like uh probability charts of when the team's gonna win throughout the game, that should have oh, been yeah. just like skyrocketing titans Ooh. until the very last little sliver of the graph, and then at week ten to the checks. They had an eighty-seven percent chance of making the playoffs. The Titans did, and we had a six percent chance. That and we went wow six and one, and they went zero oh and seven. Like that's some shit getting written in the stars. Doug Peterson had the quote. Apparently, he said to the team he had a crystal ball after like the five game losing streak, and he was like, "We're gonna win." 
I need to get my hands on this crystal ball. That shit is accurate in life. We've come too I, uh, far to only go we were, so far. I, I love that. Is book. that what it was? We've come too far to only come this far. There it is. Yeah. That means a leader. Uh, it, didn't, it didn't have me sold. It does now. Love it. Never screaming at the players, never like cursing them out, never like. I, you know what I realized? He feels so respectable. We have an Andy Reid locker room now. That's what uh, it is. Just Everybody's just happy to come to work. But when know? are we going to yeah. get to the level where they're spinning around in circles before plays? Oh, and he lets them do it. That's the I best know. Part. That's great. That's that like when you know you're good, let the players have fun because then they like are you know they feel more invested. Yeah. We'll get to that level. You're you're two more of you know consistently good. His play. greatest player. Have you ever watched the clip of his greatest like uh, play ever? The the Philly special. It was Foles, wasn't it? Who's yeah? He was the one that went up. Like you know, it's in their playbook. But yeah, he was yeah, the one he that came, came up, up and and he just went yeah, let's do it. I right. love oh, yeah. shit like that. I remember I mean, there was a the video of uh, Lamar in some big game, and he goes up to John Harbaugh, and he's just like, John's like, do you want to go for it? It was like a fourth and two, and he asked Lamar, and Lamar made the call, like stuff like that, like just putting the trust in your players. That shit goes a long way, and that's, I feel like, the kind of stuff that Doug you. is building. Yeah. yeah, it comes back on you as a coach. And Did you see the locker room speech after the game, the video of it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Dewey, you know, he, 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 you know, Coach Peterson does his thing, and then he always he wiggled his ass into that interview down. or an interview into no, that. No, no. Uh... <laughs> he he picks a player to break it down every game, and he picked Dewey. But before Dewey broke it down, he made a point to give Doug props, and I mean, they I'm love him. general. Tell me, love him. Yeah, Dude, yeah. If exactly. called me a general, I'd be like, fuck yeah, this is great. I'd be I, like, oh, I haven't seen it. Uh, go watch it. Dewey Wingard has two jobs. Yes, he's a safety for the Jacksonville Jaguars, but he's also a marketing consultant for the Jacksonville Jaguars because his he is branding hard for us. I think uh, if you kind of want to segue in the predictions for next week, I think Dewey is going to play a big role in all those catches that Austin Eckler is probably going to make as far so. as continuing them. They gave him his home hype video. He what can't backup cover? safety gets a hype video on the Jumbotron? I know. Yeah, they played uh, Kid Rock on it. <laughs> I know. That's all but, yeah, he, Christian he's Kirk has 1,100 yards. He didn't get a hype video. Right, yeah. He's the silent assassin. That's why. <laughs> yes, sir. I just think he's, he's, he's the kind of player to match up with that kind of running back. Just come up and meet him as soon as he catches it. And, and hit him. Also, obligatory. Obligatory. We're going to have Calvin Ridley, too, next year. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> oh, yeah. Did we, we ever talk about, about him? No, oh, yeah. but imagine... My favorite thing is just, I, I like going... You go on his Twitter, and you go to his like section, all the things he likes, and just all the random, you know, Jag stuff. I'm like, yeah, that's right. He's watching. He's ready. He's preparing. Speaking of what... You know what the worst part about the game was? We didn't get our 12-yard Dan Arnold catch. Yeah, Patrick, that Luke Farrell had that 12-yard catch, and he was he went crazy thinking it was Dan Arnold at first. I just saw a white tight end, and I was like, yeah. oh! It was a sad moment. I didn't moment. even look. I don't think Dan didn't uh, have a catch, unfortunately. but uh, I didn't even see him on the field, man. But you know, that's why, hey, Chargers game. We're going to be going back in the bag. 
we're used to Saturday night now. It'll be more of a regular week for us. We're going to be ready. Chargers are on a little bit of a short week. They had to travel to Denver, travel back to L.A., and that was on Sunday, which we were already resting by that point. And now they're going to have to travel cross country on Friday because the game's on Saturday. So they're definitely working on, you know, a little bit short of a week cross country trip. I'll take anything I can get to any kind of small, just how like, you know, the Titans had three more days rest than us for this game. Like it has to matter somewhat football players, like at the end of games, sometimes they can like barely walk. That shit oh, yeah, beats them up, you know? So I'll take any little bit of help I can get. I mean, every team plays on a three-day window now that they have the Thursday night games. But, I mean, it definitely matters. But I think you get five days. Most, I mean, they're also uber athletes that can recover pretty quick. Unless you're Mike Williams and you're having back spasms. That dude's been in and out all year long. I would, if he doesn't play, that would be great. Yeah, I think um, he's definitely going to play. But I'm kind of banking on one of those, like, a guy being injured is almost better than like the next guy up kind of a mentality. If that makes any sense, like he has to play cause he's, you know, it's the playoffs, but if he's banged up a little bit, you can take advantage of that versus, you know, sure. the guy that's fully healthy because their number three guy, uh, I forgot his justice something. What's his name? Josh he like Palmer? Josh Palmer. What was the thing? Justice? Just, I don't know, but yeah, Josh Palmer <laughs> when he was, you know, his name this... democracy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. There's somebody named Justice. Isn't there? There's a running back on some team. Wait, their running back is they have a backup running back named Justice. I think that's no, what there's it is. a Justice Hill, which is an awesome name. He is a backup running back, but I the think Gators it's not just signed a linebacker or not, uh, named Deuce Spurlock, which I thought was what's awesome. his name, Justice Hall. <laughs> Pretty good name. <laughs> is that Justice a football? Are you sure that's a football name. player? I'm getting a lot. Of, yeah, it is Justice Hill. And yeah. who's he on currently? Oh, he's Raven. on the Ravens. Okay. Yeah. Hey, I wasn't crazy. At least I knew there was somebody named Justice. That's a sweet name. All the way across the country for a different team, and he plays a different position. But yeah, your point. I starts we, with a J. We beat both the Ravens and the Chargers, and you know when we win so many games like we do nowadays, they all they all blend together. Sorry, sure. when we were winning yeah. one or three games a year, it's easy to remember the wins, but now they just blend all in. Right. Sean, did, getting spoiled. Did, did you you always predict like the uh, uh, did you go nine and eight this year as your prediction? No, I so my theory in football, you know, obviously <laughs> uh, we're not doing any kind of, you know, win loss predictions yet because we're still in the playoffs. But I always go it's 10, six and one. Ten, 10 and six, six is the one. perfect record Just slightly to start old. with. A little too optimistic, but yeah. probably closer than any of none hey, of. I don't think Patrick and I had winning. Matches. I was one win off. I was by far the closest. I'm sure one yeah. win off from being correct. So we'll get to say. that. Uh, uh, whenever our, you know, probably after the Super Bowl when our season ends. Yeah, once they reveal <laughs> the schedule once, once and we do our schedule breakdown predictions. Dynasty. Spoiler alert! I'm gonna predict. I predict six, ten, six, and one every or ten, six, yeah, and one every single year. Until they do better than that. Once they do better, then I'll start, you know, reevaluating. But until then, six losses, ten wins, one tie. That's where I go. All right. Just who I am. Uh, you're pretty that's consistent. The, that's the dog I got in me. All right. Are we doing I don't know what I'm talking about. Yeah, let's do it. 
Um, okay. Everything's so, gravy now. This was supposed to be the get. This was supposed to be the get true. just average year. We're in we the are playoffs. Now. If anyone predicts us to lose, like now's not the time for like real. Now just it's gravy. Yeah, just we're hope, all gonna you know, go win, Sean. Just, y'all motherfuckers. <laughs> well, we might as well go do it, right? We all do right. it every every time we get on. Uh, just be so aware, though, Chargers are favored to win by one point. Which uh, how? I don't know because they have one more win than us. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, and they, they have their terrific. only win this year against a team with a winning record was against the Dolphins, who are like you know the worst of the playoff teams. Their record outdoors. I don't know why this is a stat. Is one and three. Okay, well, TIA bank. It's gonna be like thirty degrees that night. It's supposed to be cold. Um. Yeah, I mean we're seven and five outdoors. I'll take that. I was going to say, how is that possible? But I forgot they play in a dome. I was like, they play outdoors. Yeah. It's Uh, like one of those kind of open concepts, but I guess it gets counted as a dome, technically. I was thinking of the San Diego. Oh, yeah. As most are. um, Yeah. I'm picking picking the Jags to win. We're at home. What kind of of, uh, score are we talking? Um, Probably a little too close for comfort. It's hard to beat a, game, a team twice in a year, so usually the second one's much tighter. 24-21. What is Trevor Stats looking like? Oh, he's getting he's getting at least two touchdowns, maybe one running. Ooh, I like that. Uh, I hate stats that don't include rushing touchdowns. Like, you know, you see Trevor Lawrence, 25 touchdowns. I'm like, no, shit. Makes it say Trevor Lawrence, 30 total touchdowns. That sounds way better. Include those rushing touchdowns. I'm saying that Marvin Jones catches a touchdown too. I can see that happening, Mister Reliable. I like that. I'm gonna say. Uh, I mean, I I have to pick the Jags. Uh, this isn't the <laughs> regular season time. anymore. I have yeah. to pick the Jags. I'm gonna say twenty six twenty four, and. We're going to tie the game at 24, go for two to make it 26. I'm going 30 to 21 LA Chargers. No, I'm kidding. Jacksonville Jaguars. There's no way. We're going to have. I thought he was going to Maurice Jones drew us. Oh, no, see, he's already keeping that up, so he has to keep that up. That's not my thing. That's not my superstition. I can't take that away from him. I'm not about that life. But I do think Jamal Agnew, he's itching to score. He was like, oh, I feel like he's got a a chance. I think it might happen. I don't know the stats on what the Chargers special teams are like, but. He hasn't scored this season, or not on a. Not on a return. Has no. It? Yeah, he's had no kickoff or punt or anything like that type of a touchdown. Right. So, and he was whew, that fifty yarder last week or you know two nights ago, whatever it was. Man, he's ready. So I think he might pop one off. Yeah, I think Trevor's definitely got to look more comfortable, have a good game. I feel like Evan Ingram. He's going to be our guy. I think. I got a feeling he's about to come in clutch. I want ETN to have a game, man. I, I know he had that long run against the Texans, but I want to see him just let loose. I want to see him be, like, really comfortable. I'm talking, like, 
25 to 30 carries. Yeah. 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 I just, those first two offensive like possessions is got to be better than last week's. He's going to have more running lanes. That's damn sure. We got to get 10 points on the first two possessions. Don't punt, get those points, make it like a, this is our house mentality. Like let the fans go even crazier. As long as we have the lead in the final, you know, two to three minutes. (laughs) Right. Right. And the clock hits zero. Whichever team has more points, that's going to be the winner. <laughs> well, thank you. We never have we done uh, uh, that thing we do with the questions. <laughs> uh oh, we're about to hit it. Three, 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 three questions. Three, 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 three questions. Three, 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 three questions. Well, whoever smelted dealt it, Shimmer, so you're up, I guess. Well, you know, I've been thinking a lot about the rules of this game. And so my question to you is, do you have a question for me? (laughs) (laughs) All right, I'm ready. So Titans game, we did the teal out, teal in zones, teal in the stands, teal on the players. I love it. I am one of the hugest advocates of making teal our identity because we didn't do it for so long. It's such a unique color. Like I am teal, 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 but coming into the chargers game, there's some discussion online about kind of, you know, what vibe do we want to do exactly the same teal on black for the jerseys kind of a vibe. And there's a group of thought saying, since we're playing the chargers, we need to do a blackout. We're cutting the electricity so all black, black yeah. in the stands, black end zones. And there's kind of the debate on, you know, but yeah, we're the Jags, we're the teal. And I mm. feel like I might be in the camp of I'm 99% of the time I want the teal, but I feel like that's like kind of a great marketing strategy with the Chargers doing the blackout that I think I might I be like on team that. blackout because I, I love stuff like that. I'm a big jersey and stuff, you know, how things get sold. That's marketing. What are your opinions? What are your jerseys? What's the stadium looking like? If it was up to you. No question. It's going to be 30 degrees. So the colors don't matter as far as heat. Right. And also that, yeah. Selling that is brilliant. Like that'll make it onto the broadcast. You just sold me on it then like the tie-in. I'm a good good, uh, marketing guy. Yeah. Cutting off the electricity is pretty Um, We did. like that. Do all black. Oh, we did all black against the Cowboys. Yeah, I would say it was a home game. It might have, I think it was the yeah, the Cowboys. So good vibes there. It would be cool if they like turned off all the lights right before they introduced all the players. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it would kind of be dope. Like the national, because you know, we're back to back primetime Saturday night games and all just like the Joe Schmoes around the world watching. I feel like it'd be kind of cool to have completely different aesthetics for two different games back to back. Cause I feel like, you know. It just kind of shows how creative our team and organization can kind of be. Like on a whim, we're switching it up, a whole new vibe. I don't know stuff like that. I, I get into. Doesn't yeah, mean anything. I like, the, but... I like the blackout specifically just for the Chargers. Yeah. The they could do shit yeah. like I don't know exactly what the rules are with turning off scoreboards and how, you know how light it has to be or something, but things like 
when the Chargers are about to go on offense or something, like if the scoreboard's cut out for a second or they have like a graphic they made that makes it look like the power's going out, things like that. I, I don't know cool. if you can just turn off the lights. Yeah, I don't mean the entire thing, but like a graphics package that makes it look like that, you know, some kind of like MTV TV blowing up graphics, you know, stuff like that. Oh, I'm just spitballing here. I'm just spitballing. Right. Put it on, put it on the line, see what happens. Just put it on the line. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I like it. Either way. It's very All crazy. right. So we're consensus. We're going for the blackout. It was up to us. All right. What you got Shimmer? for me? You got one yet? You ready? I think, where does uh, Peterson rank all time? Is he already second? Yeah, he's second. He's already second? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, just like how Trevor's I already he's won. Be. He's already second. He should second. be coach of the year. I mean, I don't think there's any fucking question at this point. I know. No pro bowlers. Love that They're shit. They're saying There'd be uh, no, no all pros. Day ball, which, but like, who won the division? They didn't win the division. Yeah. <laughs> I would, you know, I could give Dable some, I could give him a couple flowers, a couple of his roses, because, like, you know, at least Trevor, people still thought, like, he's going to be good, whereas, like, Daniel Jones, everyone was just ready to, like, throw him into the blender. People were over him. So, at least he kind of, you know, he did resurrect his career some. So, I get that, but come on. And they're not the most talented team. He did a lot with, yeah, I think. Um, So, I mean, I think both would have good arguments, but... The story is not as good. We yeah. won five in a row to win the division and make the playoffs after being three and seven. To resurrect what after this team was a year ago for two consecutive years. Yeah, he's the coach. I don't remember about, uh, who just got the fired. second greatest coach in Jaguar history. And if he wins the Super Bowl, he's number one. <laughs> of course, forever. I think if we make it, time. if he makes it to the AFC Championship this year, I think he's number one. Just for the job of taking what we had and doing that. He's not number one. Just yeah. To, I mean, I would still argue that twice. Tom did it similarly with, you know, having a brand new team. Sure. With a lot of, you know, like at the time, like who are these players kind of type dudes, you know, like at the beginning, Jimmy Smith was a nobody. He was like some cast off from Dallas who didn't play for two years, kind of a guy. So there's definitely kind of similarities there, I feel, with just taking a team that no one has any respect for and getting them respectable real quick. So definitely yeah. two for now, but if he can get us a couple, like, you know, it's so hard to say Super Bowls because that just seems like a pipe dream of a fantasy. But if he can get us three playoff appearances in the first four years, and at least like one to two of them get to like a deep, deep playoff run. That, I don't think it's that big of a pipe dream in a year or two. The game is won by one position, and we might actually have one of the better ones in the world right now who does that, who plays that position. So Agreed. it's possible. And, and just thinking how much better the that. offense should be next year, like he's two only, years together. He's only with what, Calvin Ridley. Four? In a cave with a box of scraps. Just look at how bad the AFC South is going to be for at least the next two or three years. Yeah, I mean the Colts are like three years old. <laughs> Colts are talking about bringing Jeff Saturday 23. back. Twenty-three. He made his first playoff. This is our division yeah. for a while. Yeah, and we it's have just all about getting good matchups in the playoffs. Optimism. Obviously, you know it's not for today; it's for another time. But I can't wait to talk about the schedule. We do get to talk about the schedule because 
it's gonna be fun i love the games already yeah can't wait to find out when you know when they actually release the uh the dates for them but all right was there a question in there what was oh if, okay doug peterson yeah we're giving him the two spot yeah for sure yeah no what question. do you got for us patrick uh, with room to grow room to grow <laughs> uh i was thinking watching a game last night how much better of a playoff team would we be if we had Aiden Hutchinson on our team? Someone it's, else said that. Supposedly, he was the reason for the pressure. That's what I heard. But, like, I, you can't notice it, so I don't. You can but notice they're, it. They're saying he's a disruptive force, but, like, that's, that's the same shit I heard about Taven Bryan coming in. <laughs> you can yeah. notice it. He's playing pretty good. I'm uh, not saying I want him long term. I'm just saying, like, Going into the playoffs right now, he's playing pretty good. He's just a better pure pass rusher. I think everyone in the right. NFL knew that, uh, and it was just traits and athleticism. Like I'm sure he's got the capability, but like right now, yeah, he's the probably the better player. That's all I'm asking. I saw one thing. So yesterday, like Trayvon Walker was a beast against Den- Derrick Henry. Do we win that game? With Aiden Hutchinson, would he be able to stop Derrick Henry as consistently as Trayvon Walker did? He really did. He's just as he's he's like he made Derrick Henry look like a normal sized human being. It's the (laughs) thing where you know you truly need two to three years to see because the whole point of Trayvon Walker was he's raw, but give him a year or two, and you know let him see like in a vacuum right now today I would take Aiden Hutchinson probably because you know it's hard to argue with. 10 sacks. I think he has three picks and all, you know, like it's hard to argue that. And, you know, Trayvon did miss a couple weeks, but long-term I'm taking my boy. So, you know, I'm walking tall with Walker. Could we use a pretty good pass rusher in the playoffs? I, I yeah, I, I, you know, they had <laughs> that other, their other rookie also has like eight sacks. Damn. Yeah. Hell of a draft to get some rushers for the Lions. I, remember, I forgot his name. It's like Houston or something. To be fair, we've never been the best at drafting pass rushers. So. Even Josh uh-huh. Allen, who like has had a hell of the past couple of weeks and all that, like he's great at pressures. I get it. He's like third in the league in pressures, but you know when you have your big, like sexy defensive end that you want to get the stats, like he's still only getting like three or four a year. So it's hard because he's doing a lot for the team. I understand, but you also want like the gaudy stats. Remember yeah. Aaron Campman. <laughs> I was hyped about Chris, him. I remember Chris hyping him up Clinton. hard on the old Jags message board. <laughs> Who's the one? It was Jason something? Yeah, Babin. Babin. There it is. Jason <laughs> Babin. Yeah. <laughs> Ugh. Okay. Uh, Paul Spicer uh, was always my man. You want to talk? Yeah. I some really rushers. Spicer. The Spicer, Spicer was actually was... pretty good. Is yeah. he still a coach? No. He's not. He works Paul Puzzlesny? That you no, just said? Spicer. Oh, Spicer, yeah. But Lesney, though, was at the game, and apparently he works for some Jacksonville, like, missile and defense company or something or another. So, oh, uh, yeah. He looks <laughs> like he would. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, I got a game for you guys. I think you're going to like it. You, y'all want to play? Let's do it. Always ready. Feeling like the Jags, ready to dominate. Let's play a game, motherfucker. Okay. Uh, 
So uh, we have played this game before last time, and it was quite the hit online. <laughs> so we're going to play it again. Uh, you know it. You love it. It's a little game we call Trevor Trivia. All right. Where I give you some questions about the one, the only Trevor Lawrence, and you have to give me some answers. It's a little different than last time because last time was more about his professional football career. This is more about Trevor, the person. So, oh, Sean's <laughs> going to kill this. Yeah. Uh, but first question, and whoever can get uh, the closest uh, uh, will win. What is Trevor's birthday? <laughs> uh, we have to give year also? Uh, don't worry about year. We'll just go date. Uh, I'll tell you the year. I did tell you earlier he's 23 years old, so if you can figure that out. <laughs> Ooh. 99? Or no, 2000. 23 years ago, it's the year 2000. I think it's uh, 1999. In the year 2000. I'll let Patrick go first on this one. I'm going to say. I'm going to say March 9th, 1999. Uh, October 6th. Sean hits it. Exactly. It is October 6th, <laughs> 1999. That's my boy. I've got a feeling we're, we're both Libras at this game. Uh, all right. Sean with a 1-0 lead. Uh, Trevor, as you know, is from Cartersville, Georgia, and he played at Cartersville High School where he was the star quarterback. What is the name of the Cartersville High School mascot? <laughs> Sean? I want to say they're like, I don't I remember pre-draft before we got him, I listened to some long, like, Bucky Brooks podcast and Daniel Jeremiah but it's been a couple of years. Ooh, the Generals? Sean I'll go with the Generals. generals. Ooh. That sounds like some Southern shit. Patrick? It's Cartersville, Georgia. Uh, I'm just, I'm, and it's a high school. I'm gonna say Bulldogs because they do that shit all the time. <laughs> uh, well, Trevor played for the Cartersville Hurricanes. Hurricanes. <laughs> Fun fact: former Auburn yeah. great and NFL running back Ronnie Brown also attended Cartersville High, and he was the second overall pick in the NFL draft in 2005. So Cartersville, Georgia has had the first and second overall picks in the NFL draft attend their high school. Pumping out stars in that little town. (laughs) All right. Factory. Uh, Next question with a Sean has a one zero lead. Whoever gets closest will get the point. Uh, And Sean, you'll go first this time. How much does Trevor weigh? Ooh. You know, good build. Six foot six. (laughs) Thick where it counts. I'm going to say he's a, a, a nice 212. All right, Sean, going 212. Patrick. Sean, if you hit this on the nose, I'm going to be very, I don't know, if, like proud or disappointed. I don't know. <laughs> uh, uh, I'm going to say, I mean, he's like six. What is he, like six, eight or something? He's not that six, tall. Six, six. Six, six. But he plays like he's six foot eight. Ew. 30 to 30. All right. 
So Patrick's going to go 230, clearly not learning any strategy from last week's game where he very easily could have hit the nail exactly on the head because Trevor weighs 213 pounds. And had you picked 213, you would have had anything above 212, <laughs> including 230 I, pounds. Sean, and would have won. <laughs> but Sean, did you say 212? Yeah, but, well, yeah, to be fair, I was guessing after he took a big shit, though. Come on. <laughs> I didn't know you meant, like, after a meal. A pound off knew his exact birthday, just didn't know his high school. Uh, all right. Well, so this is, this is one. Sean this is a deep stalker thinker. level. I don't know if this uh, is good I had or to bad. do a lot of research <laughs> to find this stuff out. Okay. What fast food chain does Trevor eat after every win? Like immediately after? What fast food chain does Trevor eat after every win? I don't know what point. It's just after. <laughs> when he gets home, I'm guessing. <laughs> Maybe a little bite in the car. He's got to get in a little cooler. Yeah. I mean, Chick-fil-A is closed on Sunday, so it can't be that. <laughs> Ooh. Mm, I don't know. Sean, are you going first or am I? I'll go first. I don't mind. I'm confident. Uh, just purely based on his, you know, marketing partners, he does advertisements for Subway. So I'm going to say his hair will be blowing in the wind <laughs> while he eats a Subway on the way home. Ace Ventura style, head out the window. I will say Bojangles. <laughs> well, Trevor will eat, and you had it, Patrick, Chick-fil-A after every win. That's I bullshit. I did not say at what point he eats the Chick-fil-A. <laughs> Just after a win, this was actually from an article in college. It's a valuable point that he can't go get it that night, oh but he probably still God. does it. Yeah, he's like a Devontae Adams. He's got Chick-fil-A in his house. Well, you said it's from college. It's an outdated article. You're going to have to find some more updated research for that <laughs> i refuse to take that l um well sean took it too it's fine okay okay uh sean has a two nothing lead feeling uh, good uh i should have known that uh <laughs> sean would be pretty excellent at this game but okay we're gonna go back to high school for trevor on this one Great. Uh, in his career, you should, I'm trying to help you here, Patrick. Yeah, this okay. is my weakness. Sean is going to go first on this one, too. How many touchdowns did Trevor throw in his high school career and how many interceptions? Whoever gets the closest will win not one, but two points. Two points up for grabs here. Sean, you're going to go first. How many touchdowns? How many interceptions? Am I allowed to know, did he play like all four years in high school? Uh, you are allowed to know, but only if you knew before <laughs> playing this game. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Let me think about that for a minute. Chew on that. Uh, I'm going to assume, I'm guessing, I'm assuming he played even as a freshman because he played freshman in college, so he's just that good. I will say he threw for uh, 155 touchdowns and 
had 12 interceptions. Is this closest without going over? No, just closest. 155. Okay. (laughs) So. Feels like that might be high, but. I'm going to say 154 touchdowns and 13 interceptions. Okay. That's motherfucker. He's getting smart over here. Well, is he? Uh, <laughs> just kidding. Uh, well, Trevor threw. All right, so just so we're clear, Sean went 155 touchdowns and 12 interceptions. Patrick yeah. went 154 <laughs> touchdowns and 13 interceptions. Lovely cock blocking skills. Uh, I'm learning Trevor this threw 161 touchdowns in his oh high school career, God. which spanned five years in total. He wasn't the starter oh. until his sophomore year, but he did play on the varsity team in eighth grade. Uh, oh, Trevor, that shouldn't count. However, Patrick. Trevor did throw 22 interceptions in his career, giving you a point. Also, your first point in the game. <laughs> Thanks for pointing that Good out. Good job, buddy. Three to one lead for Sean. I've got a couple Dude. more questions. So what was it? Uh, 161? I so I was off by six? Uh, yeah, you're, you're doing pretty good at this game. Pretty good. Um, all right. I've got uh, – I'm going to try and give Patrick a chance back in this game. I've got three more questions. My next question is, what are Trevor's parents' names? Oh, I know Minshew's names. <laughs> I know, I know Flint Minshew. <laughs> what are their, their names? Uh, you see? Um, I'm going to go with Sandy. Sandy. It's a great that answer. Would be, that would be his mom. And uh, let's go with Thomas for his dad, Tom and Sandy Lawrence. I know uh, his brother's Chase, right? I believe so. Because he's like that hip, hip, like indie stoner art guy, the long hair. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm going to say mom is Cheryl and dad is Robert. So Sean went Robert and Cheryl Lawrence and Patrick went Tom and Sandy Lawrence. <laughs> All, both of which honestly sound very much like they could be Those the names. Cartersville names right there. Cheryl. However, pretty normal names for Trevor's parents. Trevor's dad is Jeremy Lawrence and his hmm. mother is named Amanda Lawrence. Amanda. Oh. All right. Awesome. Amanda Lawrence, a uh, an actress's name. I don't know. All right. Do I get a point for uh, Chase? You do not. Okay. <laughs> All right. So Trevor got his college degree in only three years at the University of Clemson. What was his major? Business ethics. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the second Billy Madison <laughs> reference of this episode? <laughs> yes. Oh. Uh, 
is communications. Is that a major? Can I say the word communications? Communications was my minor. Actually. Okay. Mama so say it was his but... major. He's better it's at clearly major. it was your minor. It was. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Patrick's not getting any more points. Oh, backhanded uh, no. Are you really going to go business ethics? You don't want to? <laughs> uh, business management. Okay. Something Thomas with business. Degree was in marketing. Damn, I was pretty common. I really was about to say that. Star college football players who need to brand so, themselves. Yeah, but, that's, uh, why, we're, that's why I feel him on a level, man. We're all about the marketing. All right, here's what we're going to do. We've got one question left. Sean has dominated this game, but I want to give Patrick. I don't know. I just feel like I should get a point chance. for the last one. One last chance. Uh, and we're going to do this Jeopardy style where you guys write it down. Because this is truly the question the world needs the answer to. Okay. Are you guys ready? You got something to write with? Yeah, my phone. This is for three points. Ooh. And the win if you get Ooh. it right. I'm ready. It's not I a got it. One. You ready? Yes. What shampoo does Trevor use on his golden locks? What in the hell? <laughs> What shampoo does Trevor use? Oh, man. You know I'm how far I, I haven't used shampoo in, in like the depths it. of Wikipedia to find the answer to this question. All right. It, I got mine. There was an entire article written on ESPN about Trevor's hair. <laughs> All right. You got yours, Patrick? Yeah. What brand shampoo? That's all you need. Does Trevor use? All right, you got your answer. We have Suck It Trebek. <laughs> Patrick going Paul Mitchell. Paul well, Mitchell. My boy, Trevor, he's a Clydesdale. That's why he's using mane and tail. Mane and tail. I used to love that shit. I thought that was hilarious. Shampoo for horses and humans. What, what a concept. <laughs> really not even trying to go for it. Uh, Trevor uses we could have gone with like head and shoulders or like any major major (laughs) name dandruff does not touch that man's head (laughs) Paul Mitchell is major whatever (laughs) Uh, Trevor Lawrence uses Pantene Hmm. (sighs) I was going to say Pantene I could have probably sat here for hours and I never would have thought of (laughs) Pantene (laughs) shampoo me neither. So, but I, I was just playing the odds that Patrick probably also wasn't going to get it right. So yeah, yeah, yeah no one was getting that right. And the fact that I had, I found that if you just, yeah. you know, all you have to do is just go on their Wikipedia and click the articles that are attached, and you find some. Click those links, baby. Hmm. <laughs> so what's the final score? Say it out loud. Final score, Sean. You know Trevor Lawrence. Better than Patrick, you are our champion of Trevor right. Trivia, three to one, destroying him. <laughs> I'll get him next time. time. Me and Trevor, get him next time, coach. We're like this. You can't see it, but I'm crossing my fingers real tight, people. Real tight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah AKA, yeah. I've googled him many more times than he's googled me. <laughs> that's or, probably accurate. But no that's time. okay. Don't you know, it's it's no times. It's a, a one-way relationship. I'm all right with that. As long as he keeps winning. 
He knows. He knows I'm out there screaming for him. And we're all in unison. We're winning this weekend. So let's go. Good vibes. We're going to keep it going. Blackout. Blackout. Cut the pack. Blackout. I like that. Sounds a game. You know that's going to be epic. Mic'd up. Don't even know who Mic'd up is currently at the time of recording. I'm going to go with Doug Peterson. I think the last game they're going to mic up the coach. The coach wears a headset, so he's technically always mic'd up. But is it recording him? It's not like a, this call we've been recorded for. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Got him. (laughs) This is the, I did see every team. It's uh, Steelers, Patriots, I think like Broncos. Every team that we've ever lost to in the uh, playoffs previously are not in the playoffs this year. So kind of like a fresh slate. Someone's going to beat us. It's not going to be because they've beat us before. This is a fresh slate of playoffs. So that's a cool stat. Yeah. I heard a cool stat to end this. It has nothing to do with the Jacks. I just thought it was a crazy stat. Uh, Did some guy run up to you at the game and tell you? (laughs) No. I need you to know this. That really happened. (laughs) All right. No, this I, this one was sent to me, but the Cardinals, I don't know if we discussed, they fired their coach, Cliff Kingsbury. The car making him, uh, the they've never had a coach last longer than six years in their franchise's history, mm-hmm. which spans over a hundred years. Well, wow. not a very <laughs> stable franchise. Never had a coach over six years. In They've been a bottom years. dweller for like most of their existence. I know, right? Maybe give a guy a chance. <laughs> Sounds about right, but mm. fuck him. <laughs> fuck him. Yeah, <laughs> not my problem. Agreed. I plan on Doug Peterson <laughs> being here for ten years, a uh, hundred years, to a hundred years of <laughs> the Doug Peterson reign. Whatever. Sir Trevor Lawrence. If we build him a statue. We'll be here for a hundred years. So. You never want the pretty boy coach. You want the kind of chubby one. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah. When he was posting pictures of his, like, you know, fancy-ass house on draft night, no, yeah. that was the end of him. He wasn't that in was... the war room with the shitty foldable table that they have, like, their little war room set up on. That's what you need. Yeah. So, with a nice sucks to be them. <laughs> have fun rebuilding around a five-foot-five quarterback. That They won't have to like, rebuild that high. That's the thing. <laughs> Statistically has better <laughs> records in football when like he's not playing call. Every time there's like a new Call of Duty that comes out, it's like he loses the week after. We don't have that to worry about those funny. problems. That is pretty funny. Which I love people that look up shit like that. The people that such take the time to track like that. video game releases to when he wins or loses. That's hilarious to me. But I mean, there are people that look up their quarterback's birthday and there is Sagittarius normal because the Jack I mean I'm over here on Twitter trying to hype the brand of God hates Jags. So I'm looking at Jags Twitter and you know they are then what is our Twitter account? God hates Jags. There it is. Right? I would assume pod yeah maybe it's God hates Jags pod. (laughs) You're like right? I don't know. But all I'm saying I'm is they tweet it, out when it's, it's their weird. player's birthday. So I re- it's easy to remember because I'm around him. So I was like, okay, ah, that's my dude. 
All right, that makes sense. To be fair yeah. to him, he's not the only person who's less productive at work when they're totally into a video game. <laughs> so, <laughs> happens but when I suck at my it. job, millions of people don't like go online to call me a piece of shit. <laughs> well, so. the wrong line of work. They yeah. do it to my face. Yeah. yeah, they get paid handsomely <laughs> to do it though. <laughs> it's fair, but. Glad hopping on with you, gentlemen. Always. We're going to put a bow on this God Hates Jags. Good vibe, City. Remember, this is all gravy, guys. Win or lose against the Chargers. This has been a hell of a season. Crazy what we did in these last five weeks to turn it around. Either way, we're going to be back with more God Hates Jags. But, man, it would be sweet if we're back on next week to talk about some divisional playoffs at home. Who knows? We'll find out soon. But until then, let's black out those chargers. Let's cut the power. Let's have a good let's black time. Blackout and get blackout. Let's get blacked yeah, out. Let's do both. Go Jags. Go Jags. Ooh.